This is Mike Roth. Welcome to the Open Forum in the Villages podcast. In this show, we're going to talk to leaders in the community, leaders of clubs, and interesting folks who live here in the villages to give a perspective of what's happening here in the villages and information that I think all villagers should have. We hope to add a new episode most Fridays at 9 o'clock. This is Mike Roth on Open Forum in the Villages. I'm here today with Dr. Joe Casper. Joe, thanks for joining me today. I'm honored to be here, Mike. Thanks for having me. Great. Joe, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your background? Well, I'm a clinical exercise physiologist and nutritionist, and I'm a person who believes that people, as they age, do not have to get old, break down their bodies, put on weight. Those things should never, ever be accepted, Mike. A lot of people here in the villages have put on weight. It's a choice they don't have to make. Mm, That's interesting. It's a choice. It is. I was watching a special on NOVA about fat in the body and how some of the things that we think are scientifically wrong. A lot of things are. And people go on diets. They look for a quick fix, a magic pill. doesn't exist. Right, right. It's like all the people who've taken the uh, gastric bypass surgery only to come back to them a year or two later and discover that they're not that much thinner than they were before they started. That's correct. That's correct. Having great mobility and be able to move and function is what's not being taught by the trainers and the therapists here in the villages, and I've decided not to let that happen with my clients. Hmm. Well, I always put a little joke into the show, Joe, so (laughs) see if you can handle this one. (laughs) Okay. What do you call an old snowman, since we're talking about old people here in the village? I don't know. Water. Ah, very good. Very, very good. Okay. Joe, how long have you been in this advocation of of health and nutrition and movement? Well, I decided when I was a late teen, when my dad was having some health issues. Mm -hmm. And then when I became 20, he became 50. He had a heart attack. Mm. And my decision was, that's not going to happen to me. And my journey started then. Okay, And it's been a lifetime commitment. So I'm 56. So it's been 36 years. Mm-hmm. So how old were you when that happened? Did that have the heart attack? He was 50. I was 20. You were 20. Okay. And what kind of training did you take? or How did you get the information to create your program? I went to school and got an undergrad degree in exercise physiology. I became uh, an author. Mm-hmm. I've been speaking on it around the world. I also became the youngest strength coach in the country in 1989 at Radford University in Virginia. I was able to do things my way. And I was a big believer even back then about training the right way with weights doing water therapy. I was above and beyond other people because they most people do the status quo when it comes to training. I said, no, some things are not going to work. When I train an athlete, I, I care about their performance on the field, but I care what's going to happen to them 20 years later. Most strength coaches don't. Mm-hmm. And that's a big factor. I want to know when you're 50 or 60, you're not going to be crippled. Right, right. So what's what's the difference? Well, if you if you look around, you'll see so many people are either not training enough or overtraining. They're in the gym for two, three hours and they're doing so many heavy lifts and they have knee problems, hip problems, they're putting too much pressure on the joints. It's not necessary. It really is at any age. Right. People lift up weights that are too heavy. Well, they're too heavy. The form is terrible. They're overexerting themselves and it's the whole no pain, no gain thing mm-hmm. is wrong. I teach no pain, no gain, no way. I will never teach that. I take a therapy approach where you push the muscle but not to the point of pain. And my clients don't get injured, and we work on mobility, we work on balance, and the gains have been incredible over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, which exercise protocol is is the best for people, and why? There are no best. 
There is no best. Nope. It's a great question, Mike, because everyone is different. Everyone's needs are different. So example, I might tell one of my clients, hey, let's do some aqua therapy. And they go, Joe, I don't like the pool. And there goes that. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the program, you will quit. That's a fact of life. That's why right now it's New Year's resolutions coming, right? Right. You know what the word diet stands for, Mike? Can I tell you? Sure. Tell here's, me here's my diet. acronym for diet. Depression, insecurity, emotional trauma. It's a victim club. Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, whatever program is not going to last. It just won't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to do it forever. So that's one of the problems that people have is they just do what they think is going to work because their friend said it's good. And everyone's needs are different. Everyone's wants are different. Everyone's injuries are different. So if if someone looks good, if you go, I'll look like them. No, you won't. They'll talk with women. They'll say, you can have a Pilates body. If you're four foot nine, it's never going to happen. I don't even know what a Pilates body means. That's a tall, long, lean, muscular body. Mm. Well, some people are born tall. That's correct. So they, that's right. You can always make improvements, but right. But if you look at someone, don't have their body, have your body be the best that you can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here in the villages we, where we have most people over 55 years of age, and I'm told an average age of 68. Okay. What should people do to improve their posture and their mobility? I'm glad you brought that up. Number one, human beings are made to walk without looking at their feet. Same with animals. Mm-hmm. Go watch your cat and the dog. They're not looking at their feet when they walk. Right. So now again, if you're having arthritis or you're walking up a curb, yes, you got to look at your feet. I get that. But for the most part, when I see people walking in the morning and their heads are down and they're hunched over and they're putting pressure on their hips and they weigh 250 pounds, probably not the best exercise they could be doing. Stand tall. Sit straight. Do some breathing exercises. Pull your neck back. Pull your shoulders back. Start there mm-hmm. as you're doing right now. Yeah, pull it back <laughs> shoulders. Well, I, I always tell, tell my performers in the improv groups to speak from your diaphragm. That's You're correct. You're going to sound better on yes, stage. Yes, absolutely correct. And with the way the microphones work sometimes, you've got to project your voice. You absolutely do have to project. Mm-hmm. So you're saying posture is really important. It's critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't slump over. And it's interesting because I'm five foot eight. I used to, well, yeah, barely five eight now. And I played sports at a high level. And a lot of the athletes are told to me, so I always have to look up, which is good. Mm-hmm. My friends are six three, six four. They hunch over because their whole life they're looking down at people. Mm-hmm. Well, and on the other side, many of us have lost an inch or two since, yes, since that, we were that, 21. That's true. That's correct. And if you can't walk straight, okay, and there are people who have certain inabilities that have yes. crept in over time through whatever process, what do you tell them? Get it evaluated, number one. Get the proper shoes or sneakers, the right cane, whatever it may be, but never stand for the status quo. So let's say you want to make an appointment with the doctor. And this is, by the way, one of the problems around here is I, I love the villages, but here's something I don't like. I'm going to say this. People try to go to the doctor. They have to wait three or four months to see the doctor. You're going to the wrong doctor. Exactly right. If that's your doctor, fire them. Correct. Get rid of them. They're no good for you. We have a lot of bad doctors. We also have a lot of good ones too, right? Right. (laughs) Because remember, people out there, you're in charge of your health, not your doctor. You're the boss. They're your guide. They're there to help you, but you're in charge. Right. And too many people go, well, I have to do whatever my doctor says. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give my doctor a a quick plug then. Go ahead. He's Dr. Uh, Martinez Cruz. He's in uh, the summit uh, off Rolling Acres Road in 466. He's a concierge doctor. I know exactly what that is. Okay. Excellent. He's not terribly expensive. He's not like MDVIP. Uh, MDVIP has a good doctor here in the villages. And one of my cousins here in the villages suggested that I see Martinez Cruz. And at first, I was a little bit skeptical. But I finally broke down and discovered that he was a Harvard-trained doctor. And he's superior. He even lets you text him to get your questions answered without going in to see him. That's nice. So he's a great guy because nice from Harvard because he has a great personality and cares about people. That's what I don't really know if he got that at Harvard, but he, he is, yeah. he is a great, great. That's great the way it should be. That's great. I would keep that guy. 
I, I have kept them. Good. That's awesome. So this time you're not going to have to fire your doctor. Yes. <laughs> you know, I had one that fired herself. She was working at a certain uh, very large uh, medical group out across the street from the village's hospital. She was from California, very well-trained lady, and I was with her for about eight months. Then one day she disappeared, and at first they told me, well, she was she had a little illness, and she went back to California for treatment. And I'm thinking, wow, there's something wrong with this practice. And then she never came back. <laughs> but they, Yeah, they should have told you. That's not right. That's no, not well, right. I've had two doctors disappear in the village. Well, I'm from New York, and people disappear for other reasons. For but other reasons. We're not going to discuss that. that. You know, <laughs> That's that's a whole different story. story, (laughs) Now, Joe, why do you think people are living a shorter life than they could or are they dying longer? Yes, that's a good question. Absolutely, our society is living shorter and dying longer. Here's what I mean. Why do you want the last 10 years of your life in a nursing home? I don't think anyone does. It happens. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. So how do you change that? You, You change because you start to eat better. You get better exercise. You find people that are highly trained who can assist you. People spend a lot of money on, on example, someone buys a new car, right? Mm-hmm. And they go, Mike, here's this beautiful car. I'll make it another 50 grand. For another 10, we'll give you extra leather seats, extra sunroof, shiny wheels. People go, oh, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Same person. I have a health coach for 10 grand. I'm not spending that kind of money. So some what? people say that about the MDVIP. Yeah. But I've been using concierge physicians gee, at least for 10 years because uh, I used them for five or seven years in Cincinnati before I came to the village. That's, that's smart, yeah. Well, but that's how, how people think. But it's, it's kind of like this, Mike, as well. Would you go to a medical doctor and get nutrition advice or vitamin advice? No, they're not qualified. Would you get exercise advice from them? No, they're not qualified. Well, they may be qualified. No, how, how could they? They didn't go to school for it. They, don't have, they didn't take coursework. In most cases, there's always exceptions. Philosophy. But, so let, let, let's, let's talk about diet for a second. Let's do that. Okay. I had Dr. Mohammed Amir from the Avi Clinics on the show a couple of months ago. And he suggested that there was something called a MIND diet, M-I-N-D. Okay. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. Good. And he made certain suggestions, which I haven't been able to make head nor tail out of myself personally. But why don't you tell our listeners about what you consider to be a good diet for someone who's 68 years of age? I'm going to tell you what a diet be for any age. First of all, when it comes to food, one thing that no health professional talks about is how the food was processed. So example, chicken is not better than red meat. No way. That's a scam. Greek yogurt does not have any probiotics in it. Wheat bread is not better than white bread. It's all it's all a fallacy. The human body, Mike, is made to eat real food and be able to break it down. So example, here in the villages, there's a seafood place on 466. There's a vegetable stand right there. I went to talk to the guy there mm-hmm. and they have organic fruits and vegetables grown in his backyard. That's way better than buying in Publix. Now, Publix sells very good lettuce from the sawgrass, which mm-hmm. is great. Okay, hydroponic, I like that. But if you're a person who wants to get healthier, cut back excuse me, on the processed food. And that's what people don't understand. They want to go out to dinner all the time. What, what, what is, why is chicken a processed food? It, it's, it's an animal. How is, how, is, how is the chicken fed? Corn, hormones, fillers. They're in coops. Okay, they're slaughtered the, the wrong way. They're not living a happy life. The p- people go out there and let's say they hunt in the wild. Those animals are much better because they're living in the, in nature. And anyone who, who's in this field knows that the whole chicken red meat thing is a bunch of garbage. It just is. How was the food you put in your body processed? If you could start living that way even a little bit, you'll make incredible gains. So why don't we give people a little bit clearer advice because just throwing the word organic on a product might make it more saleable, but it's almost if it's sitting there on the shelf in public or at one of the I'll farmers markets, yeah. you, you can't tell if it's right, organic. Right, right, that's right, that's correct. Right, do you know exactly? No, but here's another reality: the more processing things there are, 
the more difficult it is to break it down. So if you go to that market there where the guy grows in his backyard, I guess you can go to his house and check it out. If you want to dig, you can dig. And that's part of it. But do I trust a supermarket that has stuff sitting on a shelf forever with fluorescent light hitting it that's made with chemicals and fills all together? No, I don't. I want the least amount of processing in my body. Mm-hmm. That's how I roll. And it's not a perfect science, and it's never going to be 100%. Nothing in life is. Yeah. Five or six years, it must have been seven years ago, I went to the uh, Farm Technology Expo put on by uh, the Ohio State University. Tremendous, I'm going to call it a fairground. And there, there were vendors there selling seed to farmers. And so uh, we wandered into what one or, one or more of these grain vendors, and they were selling corn seeds. Oh, my God. And I said, well, what's, can you show me the difference between natural corn and the genetically modified corn? And he said, well, no one wants to buy that. I said- That's the problem, yeah. What percentage of your corn that you sell is natural? And he said, well, less than 3%. Yeah, that's sad. I, I was dumbfounded. I, but I knew that for years, yeah. In fact, corn, you never should eat corn and you never should feed it to your animals, ever. The systems can't break it down. Tell us about corn. Corn is not natural and it's, corn is a made up vegetable. In other words, it was originally not grown from the ground. It was originally made. And when people eat corn, what happens? Okay. When you go to the bathroom, you see it. It doesn't break down. It doesn't break down easily. Not at all. So when you feed that to yourself or your animals, it creates an inflammatory response. Now, once in a while, you'll find a person who grows corn in the backyard without the gently modified seed made by Monsanto, which I don't even discuss those people. They're hor- horrible for me. And that's the best you can do. So if you can find- Seven a- years ago, there was I, there was no single vendor that had GMO corn. They all did. Yeah, they, and it most still do. But if you can find a person who doesn't have genetically modified seed and they grow in their backyard, that would be your best option for corn once in a while. I mm-hmm. wouldn't live on it though. Okay. So what, what vegetables would you recommend? Number one, ones you like. That's important. Okay. okay. Raw vegetables are better. Another thing too about vegetables is- I believe people should have a salad before in their animal protein because if they do that, Mike, they can help break down the food. Good. Salad, animal protein, and never ever have fruit for dessert. You want to have fruit way before because it ferments in your stomach. Now, going back to your question about What's that- What's wrong with ferment- having a pear or an apple for dessert? Terrible. Bad fer- idea. Because it ferments in your stomach. It's going create gas. You don't want that. Oh. So it's fruit, salad, animal protein in that order, and you'll have a better digestive system for most people that works better. Okay. And- but I want to ask you a question about, about vegetables. Good. Okay, so some people like to cook them, steam them, eat them raw. Example, some people like broccoli, some don't. I, I, example, I love squash. It's one of my favorite things because I could take the squash and cook it and turn it into spaghetti. Spaghetti so, squash is excellent. Right, right. so now I now have to buy processed pasta. So you want to replace things with better things in, in life and in eating. If you don't like the taste, you will quit. Like okay, the, so like I like carrots. Now, here's, the, here's a problem with the carrots. Is uh, a problem with carrots? Well, wow. h- how are they grown? Like anything else? How in the they, ground. Uh, but the ones you're buying, are you sure about that? Are you sure they're not sprayed? I don't know. Try to find the better quality. Now, for carrots, when you go into a store, you know when they're really dirty and muddy? Yeah. Those are the better ones. Clean them up yourself. Mm, okay. More nutrition to it. What about Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts are great. Again, how are they processed? But most, most Brussels sprouts are good. That's one of the vegetables that's not as popular, so the chances of it being sprayed as much are much less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I bought Brussels sprouts where they're still on the stalk, and you have to Perfect. come off the stalk. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if you can figure out a way, now sometimes certified organic is not true because some companies don't pay for it. But if you can get something, as I keep saying, that has the least amount of process, you'll definitely have a better chance of having less inflammation in your body. And when you eat real food, your body adapts and the weight can come off. Mm-hmm. 
So what about pizza? What about pizza? Would that be a qualified good thing to eat? No. Here's why. Bleach flour, cow cheese, which is poison. So here's what I do. If you go to City Fire... They have a pizza named after me. It's called the Dr. Joe Special. Really? Yes, they do, sir. What is that? It's gluten-free crust with with red sauce and goat cheese. Goat cheese is much easier to break down in your body. It takes about 20 minutes. Where cow products, and that includes steak and cheese and milk, take over two hours to break down a human digestive system. Mm -hmm. So goat is way better. So you like things like nuts and and whole grain cereal? No, they're, they're fake too. Nuts, nuts are fake. They're, you know what they make? Roasted nuts, Mike. You're gonna, I know you're gonna hate me, but roasted nuts are made with oils, which are rancid. Nuts have to be raw; they're garbage. I'll give you an example. My mom, when she was alive, she had a she had a nut allergy, according to the testing, mm-hmm. right? Right. She would choke when she had planters peanuts, which are garbage too, with salt and chemicals and fillers. Yeah, a lot of salt on. When my mom went to raw nuts, she had no problem. Mm-hmm. But according to the medical data, she couldn't, and she did. Yeah, well, I, I eat a lot of Brazil nuts. Excellent source of protein. Very yeah. good. Yeah, that's and, that's really good. But, and uh, I agree with you about peanuts, although I like them. Right, but they're acidic. Almonds aren't. So almond is a better choice. Like like peanut butter is garbage. Almond butter is much better. You want to lower the acidity in the body, Mike. That's what you want to do. And some of these foods create inflammatory response. Chicken, cow, all these things create inflammation. So what about fish? You want to have cleaner water. So if you go to that place on 466, they have better fish over there, better quality, right by the vegetable stand. And where is that near? It's right well, well, 466 on the way to about two miles from Tall Trees. Going out, going uh, north. It's right by the vegetable places. It's a seafood place. It, it's near. Uh, it's not it? near the high school then. No, the other going the other way, about two miles away from the high school. Going going towards Leesburg or towards the west coast of Florida. I would say it'd be going east. Go east. Go east. Yeah. Okay. Good. Is is there any difference in the type of seafood, like uh, shellfish versus uh, well, flounder or yeah, swordfish? There is a difference. His, shellfish is a problem because they're scavengers. They suck the sludge off the bottom of the ocean. You don't want those animals. So, example, we like tuna fish. Ever eat tuna fish? I love it. You buy it in a can? Yes. Why? Because I don't like it raw. <laughs> I didn't say it raw, but why do you buy it in the can? Uh, my wife worked behind <laughs> Charlie oh, Tuna. Good. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Charlie Tuna doesn't care about you. If you the cat was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. If you go and buy tuna steak- Yes. Cook it like I did last night. Cut it up. Put on your organic vegan mayo with spices. There's your tuna fish. You know, it's funny. I went to the, the new seafood restaurant uh, and I ordered tuna. And, and they, they brought it out. It was a nice thick cut. And it was just seared on the top and bottom and the middle was raw. And I, and I sent it back. I said, hey, I got to have the whole thing cooked. Right, that, right. And some people don't like it, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is we can adapt. Just like if I want to make my own egg salad, I have you know better eggs. You can always improve, Mike. Mm-hmm. And most people, again, always think I'm going to buy. When you buy tuna fish in a can, did you know that that tuna fish is made from two or three different countries? Look at look at the look at the label. Well, it depends on where the fish was caught, a, and then where the boat took it. I know too much about tuna fish because right. my wife worked there. Right. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> they no longer bring tuna into America. They catch it. And they send it uh, to the island someplace in the Pacific. Right. But sometimes I've seen on a can where it says, this is made in Vietnam or another country. They're not even sure, which is sad to me. Yeah. Read the cans. So that's why you want to. But why can't you buy your own tuna steak for $10 for about a pound and a half, whatever? Cook it yourself. And people got to learn how to cook and stop being lazy. The microwave isn't the answer either. Is is there something wrong with microwaving food? In my opinion, it radiates the food. I haven't used a microwave in 30 years. Really? I don't miss it one iota. But again- People say that frying is, is just as bad. Well, it depends what kind of oil you use. If you cook it in canola oil or any of those, those garbage oils, yeah. The best thing to cook with would be goat ghee. What? The best thing to cook with. It has no trans fat. 
Clarified butter made from goat milk, not from cow. The best one is called Mom's Butter. Mom's Butter. Yeah, it's goat ghee. You can't buy it in the store either. What do you have to buy? From me. <laughs> so you have a set of suppliers. That- I, I No, I own it. You own it? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, part of one of the things I do, yeah. But I only make 60 bottles at a time. That's it. Yeah, I would thought, I would thought for sure that you were going to say pure virgin olive oil. No, because olive oil can be rancid too. I know an olive oil formulator. She explained exactly how olive oil is made, and most of them is not really pure. No? Nope. How do you know if the olive oil is good or bad? She explained to me that the the olives have to be a certain way in a certain form and how they're crushed, how the olive, I mean, it's a whole big process that I didn't know about. And she explained it to me. She says, Joe, most of these doctors who advertise their olive oil is great are full, you know what? Well, you know, they're talking about this Mediterranean diet. Yeah. It's olive oil is Correct. a substitute for butter. Right. But, but, you, can, but you can use goat ghee instead. Which, see, a ghee means this. If it's a ghee, Mike, it means it's liquid when it's warm, it's solid when it's cold. It never goes rancid. Butter can go rancid. Tell us the difference between butter and goat ghee. Butter has to be refrigerated. It has trans fats in it. Ghee is clarified butter that it's a smoke point of about 450, which is great. Never goes rancid. Liquid when it's warm, solid when it's cold. And goat is better than cow because, again, as I mentioned before, goat is so much easier to digest than cow. Okay, so making a salad before dinner... Putting goat cheese on it, which sounds like it would be a good idea. Yes, with raw nuts, of course, that works. Okay. That, that could work. Yeah. I like to eat the nuts afterwards. Okay, you can. You can. Okay. And with the uh, hydrophonic uh, vegetable farm they hear yes. here at the village. Oh, I love it. I've been there. I love it. It's great. Yeah, I, I love their tomato. those little tomatoes. The yellow ones and the, the yellow, yellow ones and the green ones that's, that are sweet when you taste them. Yes, but yellow and orange tomatoes are better than red, in my opinion, because they're less salt in them, naturally. Mm-hmm. And they taste a little, right. They are sweeter, so it's easy. Again, you want things that are going to taste good and feel good. That's part of eating. Because if you hate what you're doing, I don't care how strict you are, you're going to quit. Right. Same with same with exercise. I have a strength training program that's 22 minutes twice a week mm. that I that I invented many years ago, and I've been using it with athletes and seniors and people building strength, burning fat, and it's not too hard on the body. Mm-hmm. And and you know what the thing is? They actually like the program, Mike. They like it. What is included in the 22-minute workout? You have a total body workout with using therapy balls and uh, tubes and bands. And then me as your trainer, I help you through it. But I also teach lifting the weights of the resistance very slowly. Slow positive, slow negative. And what that does is it builds muscle, burns fat, and you don't get injured. Because mm-hmm. who wants to throw a kettlebell you know, really quick over your head? That's very dangerous. Right, right. You could, you could lose control of it. People do it all the time. I, really? see, him, I see him in the Genesis gym working out incorrectly, and I, I want to vomit when I see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I used to go to the gym when it was v- MD, MD, VIP, and COVID set in, and I said, you know, I just probably wasn't enjoying myself enough at the gym. Right, right, I understand. And that's why, like, now I have a gym in my garage I'm building, so people will be able to come to me. Okay, well, it makes or, some sense. Or I'll go to them and bring all my foam rollers and bands and balls, which I do, and it's, it's so you're, great. you're going to, if you're building it, you're going to have to put an air conditioning in there. There is, right? yeah, of course. But, but I'm right now I'm going to people's homes, and that's working great. Yeah. They're loving it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So before we, we run out of time, Joe, why don't you tell our listeners how they can contact you after the show? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, the best way to contact me is via the phone. I'm old school. I want to speak to you. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your concerns. 917-399-9754. Let me say that one more time. 917-399-9754. And my website is Casper with a K, Institute.com. That's CasperInstitute.com. Why don't we spell that out? K-A-S-P-E-R-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E.com. I think I spelled it right. Probably faster than most people here in the villages. Yes, but but guys, like I said, call me because I want to talk to you. Most importantly, let's have a conversation. 
and see if I can assist you to add quality years to your life. Do you have an email address? I do. Tell our people. D-R-J-O-E-K-A-S-P-E-R at gmail.com. That's D-R-J-O-E-K-A-S-P-E-R at gmail.com. Good. Uh, Joe, is there anything you'd like to add before we run out of time? Yes. Folks out there, for you, your kids, your grandkids, I'd like to see you live longer than you ever thought and feel better and love your life because we're only here for a short period of time in this world. And I believe in doing everything possible to add those great years to our lives. And thank you so much for having me, Mike. Good. Thanks a lot for being with us today, Joe. Much appreciated. Remember, our next episode will air live Friday at 9 a.m. Or should I say pre-recorded? But that's when it will be released on our regular subscriptions. Bonus subscribers can get early access to episodes. Should you want to become a sponsor of the show, contact me at MikeRoth at RothVoice.com. If you know someone that you think should be on the show, send me an email at Mike at RothVoice.com. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. The content of the show is copyright by Roth Voice 2022, all rights reserved.